0: All right, episode 100 of <laughs> 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 Reviews from the Crawl Space. So it's roughly, what, 320 albums in the collection now?
1: That we've done so far, hmm
0: and we're just blasting through. We're definitely closer to the end than we are at the beginning. But we have definitely, over the last four years...
1: Yeah, it's been about that long that we've been doing it.
0: We have we have discovered it's not all shit. It's mostly shit, but it's not all shit. Yeah, and we have found some in that shit. We've gone through all the little peanuts and poop and everything, and we have found and some corn. and we'll corn, corn, and we have found gold nuggets. So we will talk about that today. But first, I want to start off with two movie recommendations that I think both Vic. And I will agree are worth your time.
1: Yes, definitely.
0: Number one is I'm gonna go with uh, Pig, the movie Pig with Nicolas Cage. Um, he's I don't, don't want to talk about it too much. He's a truffle farmer with a pig. Pig gets taken. Mm, movie ensues. Watch it. I kind of I don't want to explain anything else because it kind of fucks it up.
1: Yeah, it was a really good.
0: Yeah, just like
1: thoughtful. Yeah. Uh, we're st- we watched it what over a week ago yeah, and we're still, still talking still about talking it. yeah yeah
0: I still think about some of those scenes and uh, yeah it's definitely definitely worth your time it doesn't necessarily go where you think it's gonna go like it's just it's yeah I,
1: yeah yeah we went into it not knowing anything. not knowing
0: anything yeah um, <laughs> just it was blind and we we are better off for it
1: yeah it it was really good and. Nicholas Cage is fucking phenomenal. It's amazing. Okay.
0: If it, if this doesn't get him an Oscar nod, I don't know what will. I don't know what else he could do.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly.
0: So, so yeah. No, it's that good. And so the second one, movie that I recommend. It's on Netflix Canada. I don't know what's on the other Netflix. It's called The Final Girls. Uh, the Final Girls from 2015. Fun take on the slasher genre. Um, just there seems to be some of these really kind of cool, fun ones that are. And I don't know why we haven't added to our regular rotation. Uh, yeah, I totally agree with you. Because yeah. this is right up our alley. Yeah. It, it takes the old like um, Friday the 13th thing and just puts a different kind of spin on it. Uh, it's almost like taking that and smashing it up with like Last Action Hero. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's fun. Check it out.
1: Yeah. It's on
0: the flicks. Yeah. Okay, so let's... Now we've done that. I had to recommend that. We'll get into this. Uh, I see we've done our list differently because that's how we we definitely do things differently when we do our things. So
1: I can't, I can't, um, I can't.
0: I had to scrape off a bunch of ones that I, I I honestly really loved just to squeeze into my top ten. So what we're gonna do is well, we're gonna And do,
1: I'm just gonna give them all. You're just to gonna you. give them
0: all. Okay, so we're gonna do. Um, I, just for me, it's a top ten discoveries and favorite albums of the whole time. Vic has got
1: fifteen.
0: That's cool. Whatever. We'll just we'll plow through and we'll talk about. Uh, our favorite episodes. I have 10, she got 15, and I guarantee you there can be some overlap on these. No problem.
1: We might be surprised.
0: I think at least 10 of the 15 will be the same.
1: <laughs> Maybe.
0: All right, so uh, I'll, I'll kick one off here. of My number 10 anyway was uh, The Scorpions in Trance. Uh, kraut Rock. Kicking, uh, it's just some ass-kicking Kraut, straight forward uh, Kraut Rock. Check out Dark Lady and the title track In Trance. Um... I was familiar with Scorpions, but I had never really listened to a full album, and uh, it was just—you turn it on, and it's just, yeah, you get an ass-kicking, straightforward rock album.
1: Now I have this one on my list as well. Oh, you so do. Maybe okay. That's how we'll do it. If I have any left, that okay? That okay. Didn't mention. Cool.
0: Because I have a bunch of also like uh, honorable mentions that will probably fill out that fifteen. Yeah. Okay. okay. So so,
1: so uh, the Scorpions, I knew of them
0: yeah of them yeah but i
1: had never heard an entire album yes yes
0: you had we had covered the rainbow one with the skier he's got the skier with the okay, rainbow okay, outfit okay, and the okay, butt yeah. hanging out neither of us like you liked it you liked the album you thought you thought it was really good but i didn't and yeah. i think this is the first one when we put on we're like oh shit yeah okay. yeah yeah
1: it was one of those ones where it was like hello yeah
0: hello new friend yeah for so sure so yes yeah, so scorpions number 10 and like i said those the two songs that i mentioned off there um yeah, so uh, I'll go with my number nine, and my number nine was Robin Trower's Bridge of Sighs. I said, Thank "I you, do
1: not have that on my list." Oh, really? But I do like that album a lot.
0: Yeah, I just said, "Thank you, sir. May I have another face melting guitar solo?" Uh, <laughs> the two songs I will mentioned, Bridge of Sighs and Day of the Eagle. I mean, it's such a. Uh, we were familiar with Bridge of Sighs because we we heard it through Opeth. Opus had done a cover of yeah. it. And when we heard the song, we we're like, oh, holy shit. And then...
1: This, then we it, discovered the Robin Trower version. The, yeah, the actual... Or the original, like The guess. original
0: version. And then, like, the, you know, this album popped up in the collection. And, like, really, it's it's got some title tracks. Like, said a couple of tracks, like I said. But the whole album is really fucking good. Yeah. If you're looking for some, like, kind of heavy, stony rock, guitar rock. Yeah, some trippy fucking... But it's heavy at the same time.
1: Yeah, I totally agree with you on all of that.
0: Uh, so, yeah, uh, so... So, Robin Trower. Going a little fast here. Uh, My number eight, anyway, I don't know about you, is Amon Duel 2's Viva la Trance.
1: Yes, I have this one on my list. And I agree with you. Uh, They're a German band. And. Another
0: Rock band. When
1: we first pulled it out of the collection, we were like, "Ugh." What
0: the fuck? Yeah.
1: And when we listened to it, it's one of those albums for me, at least, that kind of gives me that warm chest feeling, where as soon as you drop the needle, you know that you're gonna like it.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's. It, for, I agree with that for sure. Right away, it just gets into it like proggy, out uh, art house rock kind of. Yeah, we we uh, we both enjoyed it. Uh, Fly United and oh my god, I'm gonna say this. I'm Crater, Wider, Guy, <laughs> Bauman? No, anyways. you yeah, with your
1: the, German heritage. Yeah, you know.
0: there's, there's a couple of really great songs. Check out the album. It's worth it. Like I said, the Kraut Rock. It was, uh, it's a solid album. And it's another surprise out of the bunch. Like you said, it was one of those ones where you right away put, drop a needle and it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah I'm in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
1: definitely. We both liked it a lot.
0: Uh, do you want to take a swing at one, even though they're not numbered?
1: No, go ahead. Okay.
0: Wow, just plowing through here. So on to uh, number seven, uh, an album that I had never heard of before and didn't realize how influential it was in my musical life, even now to this day, is uh, Tangerine Dreams' Stratosphere. Uh, Electronic Godfathers, much sampled, copied, just like the basis of all the electronic music that we listen to now. These guys are still doing it with Grand Theft Auto soundtracks. They're still putting music out there, even though the band is a little bit different now. It's amazing stuff. And like I said, I'd never heard this album before, but this is also one of those ones I it's put. It's all
1: ambient, right? Ambient. Yeah. Ambient music. Yeah. Yeah. Electronic yeah. ambient. Yeah. yeah.
0: It's one of those ones, like you said, you put it on there for me, and then it was just like, oh, yeah, okay, this is I'm into this already. 100%. Let's go. And like I said, how much this stuff is sampled, and even like DJ Shadow, who works with them all the time, but just how much is sampled in the electronic realm now is, is still pretty wild. So.
1: I had Tangerine Dream, uh, both Legend and Stratosphere. Yeah,
0: I yeah on my list. Yeah. And Legend um, was great. Yeah,
1: I had no idea who Tangerine Dream was before we started this. Question. Oh really? Eh? Um, I know that I had probably heard their music given yeah. what they do out there. And
0: also, if you're gonna put the Legend and also Firestarter soundtrack too, as well it was true, but it wasn't as good as the other stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. those the Legend and the Stratosphere. Those were, are the two. Were the two yeah. uh, elevated ones for me. Um, and now I'm a huge fan of Tangerine Dream. I just like, how did I get along in my life without them?
0: Well, because the, and it's funny because in they my were, musical life, I guess they were always kind of there, whether you listen to it or not. Exactly, because <laughs> they were always
1: whether I knew who they y- yeah, were. Or exactly, not, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and
0: then that's what I mean about discovering this and just like realize, like holy shit, these guys have been around like like you said, part of our lives for no just to come to this realization. So yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, I'm just going to say for that album, just the title track, Stratosphere. Just start there and just roll. It all goes together. It's just like one big album. Um, electronic. Yeah. yeah. So right on, man. I see that's a good start. So, uh, six. Now, this is an interesting one because you aren't a fan of ACDC. You don't like ACDC. We reviewed ACDC. You don't give a shit about them. And honestly, I'm kind of with you. Other than like putting together a few songs of the the playlists or whatever, I I generally don't care about ACDC as well. But number six is Brian Johnson and Jordy.
1: I have it on my list as well. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> it
1: was because I went at it from surprises in the that yes, this like, that's what I discovered the ones that surprise. me. Yeah. yeah. In this and, and this, this is definitely a surprise. When we saw that it was Brian Johnson and Doug, like, oh, this is the guy who sings for ACDC. I was like, oh. Break. I, uh, but i really liked this album that's a, that's a, his voice is different it's not quite so it's
0: not blowing out and shit
1: and it's different music than acdc it is it's it's,
0: it's a lot more complicated and heavy like it's so weird yeah to, it's
1: not all that high screechy because
0: yeah acdc is like it's got start to finish it's got one tempo and one speed one kind of song with guitars and screaming it's great yeah yeah and, and this
1: album was not like that.
0: No, his vocal range is so awesome when it's just like when he's actually out there just like belting it out from the lows to the high. Like like you said, his voice has changed so much, but not only that, but majority, man. Like that is there's some great fucking bass playing on this album. It's it's amazing. It's a good ass kicking heavy rock album. Like that's we it's funny that we say that because one of the problems with this collection is that it's got a lot of kind of bar band-ish bullshit in it and some of it doesn't really work but I would fucking go see those guys in a heartbeat. But yeah. That was, it was such a just like you said it was one of those albums you put it on it's like oh okay it's gonna be so much better and then Brian Johnson gets going and there's just two songs 10 um, Feet Tall and Going Down but 10 Feet Tall in particular like his voice his vocal range is just bonkers. Uh, it's amazing what he can do before he blew it all up. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and um, <laughs> for those of you interested, Brian Johnson is doing a an interview show on Prime.
0: Yeah, it's from 2017.
1: Yeah, so it's an older one. Yeah. Um, we watched two of the interviews last night, Roger Daltrey and um, Robert, Plant. Robert Plant, and they were both really interesting because Brian Johnson obviously has history with these two yep. guys, and the interviews were in-depth and about...
0: Well, they're in-depth and, and like... Things
1: that maybe other journalists wouldn't have asked. Well,
0: yeah, because like he even says that during the interview with Robert Plant. It's like, we're just, what are you doing right now? Like Anything I asked you about Zeppelin you should be rehashing some shit you've said a million times. So, yeah. instead, what it is... And then they get to talking about more post-Zeppelin stuff. But it's just two buddies fucking hanging out and shooting the shit. Which is way more interesting. You get way more out of an interview that way than just sitting down... And yeah, I kind of wish his show was i don't know if he did maybe it turned into a podcast or something, um because I know that he wasn't able to tour for a while because of health stuff, but yeah. he was really good he's actually really good at that,
1: yeah I definitely. was really surprised, yeah,
0: and like you said, because he knew the guys him and um oh, from the who uh adultery adultery yeah yeah, yeah. They, they they all kind of grew up in the same general place, so the same kind of
1: well, then they were doing stuff. All at the same time. Yeah, too. even even so, back then, right? So they knew each other's histories and
0: yeah, it's a good. I agree with you. It a good show and yeah. definitely recommend it on Prime, uh, Prime Canada anyway. Yeah. And I honestly cannot because all in my brain can think of is Tales from the Road, but that's that's Mike Judge. Yeah. Which I also miss that show. Also, you should also watch a show from Mike Judge called Tales from the Road. Yeah. Or yeah, tour, Tales from a Tour Bus.
1: It's pretty funny. Anyways, okay, <laughs> so
0: so where were we? I did Brian Johnson. We okay. States, yeah. yeah I, the two songs. Okay, so number five for me. Jean-Michel Jarre, Oxygen. Now this is an album, just like Tangerine, an outer, just like Tangerine Dream. That was like putting in a piece of the a missing piece of the jigsaw puzzle in my brain for music. And it's like, holy shit, yes, I know all about his music because I fucking heard it and I didn't realize it. And it's been sampled so much and used so much. And it, it, it's it's like it's amazing. And he's still he's still going. But this album in particular, even to this day, is is amazing how it's still around. Yeah. So that's that's one for me and he's
1: Canadian is he not no I don't think so okay oh French, French yeah. um I too have this on my list oh, okay and it was another one of those ones that we pulled from the collection and I just kind of rolled my eyes Yeah. and um, very much fell in love with it it yeah. was it was really really good and I enjoyed it a lot another so.
0: pure electronic album yeah no vocals so and it's just like yeah this is <laughs> like I said it was kind of interesting for the 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 foundations, the building blocks, are kind of falling into place for some of the why I like the certain music genres that I do, mm-hmm. and uh, and all the pieces from samples that are being used there. Because once again, I'm sure artists like DJ Shadow once again use stuff like this. So yeah,
1: yeah.
0: yeah it's pretty amazing. And uh, so I'm the whole. I'm once again, I'm going to recommend the whole album. But if you need to start somewhere, uh, Oxygen Part Four. Uh, I guarantee you know that song. I guarantee it. you're out there, just go listen to it. You'd be like, oh, yeah, I know that song. So that's pretty wild. And, uh, okay, I'll go with with number four here, which uh, I have to say, once again, don't look, once (laughs) once again, it's a surprise. One thing this collection also suffers from, besides bar bands, is White Guy Blues rock. But there was a White Guy Blues rock album that kind of blew our minds, and that's Stevie Ray Vaughan's Couldn't stand the weather.
1: I do not have that on my list.
0: Oh, you do not have that on your list. It was so good.
1: But I totally agree with you. That's one that I missed. And yes, it was.
0: Whether it's like Voodoo Child or Tin Pan Alley, it's just like as soon as I put it on the other day, you're like, oh my god, it's such a treat to hear him play.
1: Yeah, he is. I understand the hype about him. After listening to this album,
0: which and it wasn't even his highest rated album either. No. I don't think it was yeah. first album was, but like yeah, and this is another album that I had never heard. I knew couldn't stand the weather, you know, either because a couple of yeah, radio, some radio radio hits stuff. on there, yeah. yeah. But I had never listened to it all, and yeah, man, that's blown away. I was, I'll be honest, when we first pulled this out, I wasn't looking forward to it because I thought just throw another one on the pile. It's just another fucking yep. white guy blues album that I'm going to be tired of, and uh,
1: but it was fantastic. It was.
0: And we've listened to it a couple times since. It sounds great. It's high on the list. Um, like I said, Tin Pan Alley, Voodoo Child. It's a cover, <clears throat> obviously a cover from Jimi Hendrix, of Jimi Hendrix, but um, it's, it's just spot on. It's, it's, it's wild. Um, yeah, that was, <laughs> it was one that surprised me. And like I said, there's a, couple, there's a couple on here that didn't make it, and we'll get to the honorable mentions. But um, number three for me is uh, Donovan's Open Road a one-off rocker that is Wall-to-Wall maze balls. Uh Celtic Rock and Roots of Oak we're both listening we're listening to Roots of Oak and it's just like holy shit the yeah. sound mix on this album is incredible too he's doing stuff on this album that grunge and like alternative music would steal 20 years later just it's amazing how much of this and then he would never do an album like this again Donovan would just be like nope off because it was, wasn't a huge hit or anything
1: no, and I have this one on my list as well, and you know I know a lot of radio play songs, Mellow Yellow,
0: mm, yeah, uh, from His Donovan. Stuff is,
1: but this is this a,
0: album's not like a, that. Totally
1: different side of him. Yeah. It's it's awesome from start to finish, yeah. and it was one that really surprised me. I expected more of the kind of like pop, silly poppy pop 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 rock, rock-y yeah, yeah,
0: totally stuff the stuff
1: that he, he's known for. But it was it was not and this is the it's one with Ricky Tookie
0: Tavi on it too I didn't even mention that song yeah. um, so no this is I recommend if you're a fan of Donovan go check this out there's a lot here that he never does again and it, it is well worth your time it was a big surprise to me because like you said I just we know Donovan for all the other stuff
1: yeah just radio songs you know there's yeah. a mountain
0: there is no mountain yeah but this is beyond that yeah this is like <laughs> next level for him uh we're getting down to it. So the two left. So the second overall one came very recently and it came up in, in a way that still blows my mind. <laughs> yeah. and it's kimono My House by Sparks. Um, I'd never heard of the band. I, we know yeah, It's one and again, you know I mean, know the song. You've heard the songs out there somewhere.'ve they They've influenced the artists that you listen to, but you just don't know. I've never heard of the band before. And then the same day they're releasing a documentary is the same day that he pulls out, we pull it out of the collection and it's just like, boom, instant new favorite band that we've listened to a million times. Like we'd never heard before, but now we might as well listen to it. Like we're just, it's so locked in now
1: Yeah.
0: that, and just like watching the documentary about these guys and the influence they've had and the amount, uh, just how prolific they are and the, yeah, just the amount of albums they've produced. And it's just, you know, this one's like pretty much right at the beginning and it's As soon as you dropped the needle on it, it was like, oh, fuck yes. Yeah, My God, yes, where have you been?
1: Yeah, and and to make matters even more lovely, um, we've mentioned this before on the podcast, is that the documentary is directed by one of our very favorite uh, movie directors, Edgar Wright. Edgar Wright,
0: and if you guys know Edgar Wright, um, you know, Hot Fuzz, Shaun of the Dead, uh, Scott Pilgrim, uh, baby Driver, like he, this documentary, is super slick. It yeah. is so well done, and,
1: and and in this one, as in all of his movies, his attention to detail and his visual effects and
0: yeah, so it's just just yeah. the way he tells the story, yeah. both visually and, and musically,
1: yeah,
0: and the way he incorporates those those effects. And like you said, even though the way they did the throwbacks or the back fla- or flashbacks, they did it in animated style, but yeah. in this really kind of cool cutout. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, and these guys still touring, like, they're coming through Vancouver in Mar- March, well, we'll see, but, we'll see what happens in March, but, like, they're, because, they're, they're, they're still out there, 70s. they're in their 70s, they're yeah. pounding it out just like they did back in the day, you know, they, they get a couple of hits, they control their own music, they don't have to deal with any of the bullshit, they just do their own thing, and they set so many trends, like, one thing that you'll, you'll find out in the documentary is, pet shop boys should fucking be thanking these guys for their entire career because yeah. the pet shop boys essentially stole their sound entire sound from yeah. these guys yeah that's for there's sure. so many bands ah oh, yes yeah so many bands sparks sparks please check it out komodo yeah, sparks brothers sparks brothers yeah yeah let's just list as sparks on uh on spotify album, yeah. um kimono my house uh this town ain't big enough for the both of us i'm butchering it there and talent is an asset but really any any of the songs on that album especially the like the first half it's just pure gold uh the county big enough for the both of us is uh i would say is probably the harder one on, on there it's, it's, but it's all very pop rocky light yep. fun yeah high energy but it would be a great fucking concert yes especially back in the day yeah it'd be wild yeah so
1: i think even now it would be a good concert oh i
0: still think, yeah and i know i still think about that march <laughs> we'll see come later or go later yeah, on, yeah. We'll see or we'll see going on we'll see what's going on we'll
1: see what's going on with old the, corona the
0: Ronas. Okay, and my number one, my number one overall, Genesis Foxtrot. Yeah. I I, I cannot tell you what an impact it's had in my brain. Because uh, it's just like, it's everything that I love about classic prog rock. It's, it's on the level of King Crimson for me. It's so far ahead of its fucking time. It's just unbelievable. And without this album, there isn't albums like fucking Opus, Opus Blackwater Park, or... Um, like any of them, like any of the bands you fucking love, like this is where it started with, with Genesis. Fucking, uh, it's so wild. Phil Collins and you have fucking Peter Gabriel, and yeah. it's just like I mean, this is they don't last because they all hate each other already. But that is an epic. From, don't even I'm not even gonna give you a song titles. So start at the beginning of that album, and don't worry about it. there's the song titles and the track. It doesn't mean anything. It's, yeah, it's an album.
1: Yeah, the the total album is good from start to finish. Um, it was one we both raved about and it's on my list as well. Um,
0: huge impact. Honestly, I don't know how in my life I've never heard that album until we reviewed it here because like, yeah, it just like instantly fills in, like I said, it fills in blanks, but it's just like, it's so detailed, the drumming and I mean, Phil Collins is like, I know he's more popular later on, but turn drumming wise, it's just like fucking peak stuff like this. There's stuff they're doing in there that won't be mainstream for a long time. And just the way it's uh, arranged, and, and these big sweeping, like big scope songs. are like the, I think one of the songs in the whole is just like twenty five minutes or twenty eight minutes on the whole second side. So, yeah. yeah. Oh God damn.
1: Yeah, and I thought I was a fan of Genesis, but I had uh, <laughs> Not this. I had no freaking idea <laughs> yeah. uh, what they were capable of. Um, I got into it around the time Phil Collins took over and. It's an invisible touch. Yeah,
0: tour. yeah. Which well, is well, not bad, but you're starting to get into like the '80s yeah. shit. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And but this album blew me away.
0: Yeah, I just think about so because we we're listening to it again this today, but actually the other night, and it's just like there's so much to digest, and the time changes, and ah, their voices, like, everything about it, man. Mm. Top, top for me. Like I said, there's a tops. It's like one A, one B with the sparks. But ugh, Jesus Christ, that, it's just that's gonna be one of those desert island now one thing i want to mention too if everybody's wondering out there we wanted to avoid just putting a bunch of oh fucking led zeppelin oh, a bunch of Pink floyd or a bunch of you know the doors it would have been we could have filled up this top 10 list with the most obvious shit to yeah, begin with yeah. so that's why we decided to go with this and
1: the stuff that was a little bit off the beaten track
0: even if those albums were included sparks and genesis would still be one and two yeah, Gen- yeah yeah you know what i mean it yeah. that wouldn't change anything there
1: yeah, I purposely avoided all of those albums. Yeah,
0: because I you know at first I had I had Bowie's Hunky Dory on there. I was familiar with a couple of songs, but I'd never we we never really listened to Hunky Dory before. But it's like, there we are, David Bowie. We going to start throwing David Bowie songs, albums on there. I'm gonna fucking Ziggy Stardust. You know what I mean? There's just gonna be easy to fill it up with really super popular stuff. Yeah, because
1: so. those albums that you were just talking about are albums that I had never heard start to finish.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, they they couldn't um, very well be on the list.
1: Yeah. And I don't have them on my list. Yeah, I I I'm kind of smiling because I have a bunch of stuff on here that you haven't. So here okay, we go.
0: so yeah, let's let's dip into it because I'm gonna switch over to my honorable mentions. All right. Okay, go ahead.
1: So, um, I can't. I, I have Gentle Giant on here. I do
0: too, as I, men- as I mentioned. Yeah,
1: the Three Friends album. Three
0: friends and octopus.
1: But it's it's a band that I had I knew nothing about that, same. you know, we started listening to these albums and I just fell in love with them as a band.
0: Yep, I'm the same way, I had never, like, I knew of the covers because they were in the collection and honestly, the covers, I, so those guys have done been yeah. amazing. But but I'm with you, it's something I'd never listened to and I know how influential they could be on a lot of the, the groups, even the metal groups that we listen to, so you had to throw it down and be like, once again, oh, I'm home, we're home. Yeah, just yeah, exactly. Comfortable shoes on.
1: Yeah, it just feels like comfort food. For sure yeah um, another one that I have on this list that I'm kind of surprised at is uh, Joe Walsh's oh, Barnstorm Fuck
0: yeah oh my god I didn't even okay I'll, I'll give a shout out to that honorable mentions too because that was a solid album
1: yeah um, and I know so much about Joe Walsh and his history with the Eagles and yeah but I never have really listened to, to a lot of his his own solo stuff and this album again blew me away um, I really enjoyed it, and I just thought. Yeah,
0: because it wasn't just it wasn't just like a guitar album, and that that was it. There was yeah. a bunch of different kinds of stuff on there, yeah. and uh, no, I agree with you. It was good. Yeah,
1: it kind of showed his
0: a little more range than his just...
1: range and his talent than any anything else. Okay, cool. Um, another one that I really like I have on here is Golden Earring, Moontan.
0: Oh shit! No, okay, good call. I I didn't have that on there. That's a that's a nice one.
1: And it's another one too that, is that the one with Radar Love. I'm pretty sure, yeah. Um, I know of, you know, Golden Earring from some of their music on the radio. Yeah, radio play, yeah. But this one, again, just kind of, it gave me more of an idea of what they were capable well, of.
0: from what I, yeah, and that's exactly it. From what I remember, it wasn't just like you had your radar love, but then the rest of the album was nothing really like that. It shifted away from just that, like, they had their one top ten hit, and the rest of the album was something else that they were doing. Yeah. And, uh, no, that's interesting. That's a good call. I Honestly, I kind of missed those two. I'm glad you brought them up. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna throw an honorable mention for you: Willie Nelson's "Stardust" and "Slash Always on My Mind." That yeah. that almost made the list of the top ten albums, but I just I just couldn't fit it on there. But man, it's up it's up there. We were just listening to it the other day, uh, and it's like, oh goddamn, goddamn Willie.
1: His voice is velvet.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. he
1: just. And most of those are covers,
0: but they're fantastic. Both of those are fantastic albums. Yeah. So I'm going to throw Willie Nelson's Stardust and or always on my mind. Um,
1: yeah, I think I, I own Stardust, so I know are, about that one.
0: Those were pretty big ones that didn't make the top ten. Uh, what, do you, what else you got there?
1: What else have I got here? Uh, Manfred, Band, uh, Manfred Man's Earth Band. Nice. Nightingales and Bombers. Yeah, I
0: say Nightingales and Bombers. We were just listening to that one.
1: Yeah. Oh, uh, one. It's another one. And again, Manfred Man, we know... Blinded by the light. Yeah, you know the. But this album is like something totally different and really, really thoughtful and beautiful. Oh, okay,
0: right on. That's a good call. Was a little something different there. Well, I'll, I'll counter that with. Uh, that's funny because I had Gentle Giant and Octopus and Three Friends as well. Um, actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna give a shout out to the Monkeys Headquarters. <laughs> <laughs> and it's Because, <funny. laughs> honestly it was way fucking better than I thought it was going to be, and way better than it deserved to be it was it, they did a good job i yeah. still I still think about that, and it's just I was not out of all like we don't look forward to some albums, and that one was just like, oh man, it's just gonna be uh oh, the monkeys and monkeying around." No, they, they fucking learned to play, they write their own shit, and it turned out to be a pretty solid album as yeah, far yeah. as monkeys go. It was
1: the very first album that they did where they were actually they were the own, musicians yeah, and, and have a part in writing stuff. Yeah. And yeah, so I have to agree with you on that one as well. But I laugh that it's on your list. <laughs>
0: yeah, i got to give them credit, man. got to give them credit. So what else you got?
1: Another one, that, and this one's going to make you laugh, yeah. another one that just surprised the living daylights out of me was... Uh, Dutch Mason Blues Band.
0: Yeah, I figured an you're gonna have. called Wish Me Luck. I figured you're gonna have that on there, yeah.
1: Um, again, we've talked about the blues Blue, albums white that guy are blues. In this yeah, and how awful they were. And Doug dropped the needle on this, and it was like, wow. Yeah,
0: he was hammering. You at first you were like, is this a white guy?
1: It. I thought it was a black guy. Yeah,
0: he just comes out with this crazy amount of energy, and it's just like the playing. He, yeah, I agree. Yeah, it was, it was a surprise.
1: Yeah, and it's just it's a guy from. Eastern Nova, Canada, Nova, Scotia, Nova Scotia, something like that. Yeah. Didn't make a lot of albums, but no. holy crap, I really enjoyed this one. A Again, a for, lot of covers.
0: Co- oh, they're all co- all covers. I think are mostly covers, but it just like it wasn't overly long. He had a ton of energy, and man, they could play. Holy His voice shit. was beautiful. Yeah, he had a great was voice.
1: Beautiful, yeah. uh, deep. It was just yeah. It was a surprise. It wasn't one of those. No. Holy shit, where did this come from? Yeah,
0: exactly. Thankfully, we've had a few of those. I'll throw out one that we probably both have on the list, and it's going to be Garfield's Strange Streets. Yeah. Giving the Newbie Boys some love.
1: Another Canadian artist that I had no idea existed until we listened to this album, and I have totally fallen in love with him to the point where I've done a lot of research on him. I've read blogs about him. (laughs) Um, I've looked for him on social media.
0: It's a, it's uh, because a,
1: I want to tell him how much I like his music. It's got and... such an,
0: especially in this album. You know, it starts off. He's got such a distinct, unique voice, and it yeah. works so well in this.
1: Yeah.
0: This rock, prog rock setting. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah, that was one that definitely. That that kind of stuck around with us. Yeah, it's nice to see some Canadian uh, Canadian band make it on there. Um, <clears throat> so strange treats. So shout out to the newbies and. Uh, Another one I'm going to, probably my last one I'm going to throw, because I don't see any more on my list, is, I uh, covered it somewhat recently, Smith Minus Plus. Yeah. And not because the whole album was necessarily great, but there was some really fucking good catchy songs on there that yeah. I added to the list, the playlist, and I, I yeah, there's some good Were st-
1: they Canadian band as well? No. No, no, no. They were from and
0: the US. Yeah, I think they were from LA or something.
1: Yeah.
0: But I put that on there because we've listened to it a couple times, uh, a few of the songs, and uh, I, I enjoyed it. It's... One of the songs is end up on a Tarantino uh, soundtrack before. I, I think it was for the new newer one he did. Uh, anyway, anyways, it just doesn't matter because it's the kind of music that would end up on that kind of soundtrack. So I recommend the band is called Smith, and the album is called Minus Plus. So
1: check that out. Now the very last one that I have on this list, and mm. I'm not sure. I think I put it on here because we rated it really highly and hope I'm hoping that you remember it Peter Bauman, Transharmonic Nights. That's funny
0: cuz I I did look at that one and I thought of it, cuz we did rate it highly and I never I never went back to it. I remember us really enjoying that album.
1: Yeah. Yeah cuz we gave it 4 or 5 stars.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And... So that's funny that both I didn't put that on there either but I did it did cross my mind. I had it on my my other sheet that I was just scribbling shit on. Yeah. So no, I'm glad that you gave it credit because that was one that kind of get buried and we never went back to and listened and I kind of wish we would have.
1: Yeah.
0: So so we'll shift gears a little bit here. Um, this one's kind of a tricky one, too. Uh, we're going to shift to some of our favorite covers. Just the album covers. Not song cover like different artists, but like the actual physical album covers. And it's get a little bit of a difficult one because, A, it's really subjective. And, B, most of the best ones are fucking done by hypnosis. So just going to say anything by hypnosis is, <laughs> is gold.
1: Yeah, because I think at the bottom I put Led Zeppelin, Moody Blues, all. Yeah, and, and those I'm are all hip, sure hypnosis. hypnosis. So it's
0: like... I'm with you on that cuz I could have those just listed those. all of that and then yeah. it's like oh just fucking right. So, I'm just gonna, like I'm gonna start up this whole thing just saying anything in hypnosis. We're gonna say hip- things that hypnosis did, but they're just when it comes they to did this. They
1: Floyd animals too, didn't they?
0: Yeah, they're just they're just god when it comes to album covers.
1: Queen is of the world.
0: Oh, uh, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say yes, but I can't recall. Okay,
1: well we'll talk about it anyways. Yeah,
0: cuz that's definitely on the list. So well, I'm going to start then Queen News of the World for a lot of fucking reasons that we've mentioned a lot of times that even Family Guy has brought up. So that is like for me, that's like not necessarily the number one, but that is definitely on my list of favorite, uh, the robot killing, killing queen.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely.
0: <laughs> if you guys haven't seen News, uh, the News of the World cover, go look it up. It's, it's something. Yeah. Okay, what uh, do you
1: got? One of the ones that I have is the Blushing Brides. Oh yeah, yeah, we yeah, We hated yeah, yeah. the album. We hated the album, but that was a great but cover. But it's three brides, or three women, dressed up in brides' bridal gowns, sitting under hair dryers, hair dryers the old yeah. bonnet, just like hair against a white background, like, right? Yeah, 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 against a white back, white background.
0: Huh, yeah, totally. That was great. Yeah. yeah, we hated that album, but yes, you're right. We like it. And that cover. was
1: one of my favorite, favorite. <laughs> uh, I was hoping that the band was an all-girl band. Yeah. But <laughs> no, they weren't. <laughs>
0: Well, I'm gonna go with uh, something that was my number one album. Actually, I'm gonna go with Foxtrot from Genesis because I also think that has a very fucking cool cover, on top of being a very fucking great album.
1: Not even on my list.
0: Oh wow, huh. there's a lot's going on in that too. There's like aliens. Yeah, and you're shit. absolutely right. Yeah, foxes into sky. Like it's all there's lots going on there.
1: Yep, you're absolutely right.
0: So what do you got?
1: Uh, next one is the Gentle Giant. Yep friends
0: three friends or the octopus the one with the octopus in the jar yes that is so fucking general amazing giant. general giant their artwork is fantastic yes and three friends like there they do they have great covers um i'm gonna go with a dire straits love over gold which is you got it yeah I, no oh, i don't okay. have it on
1: my list but i looked at it and thought
0: it's just a it's just a black thing, just lightning. Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. Just a solid basic, just a shot of lightning on a black background and it's just like love over gold. No, I really like that one. Simple, effective. Uh so what do you got?
1: I got um, it's a compilation album, and the cover is uh, for metal, metal for breakfast. A metal for
0: breakfast, shit! I, yes, I totally meant to put this one in there. Thank you. Yeah. One of our, one of our, uh, Patrick Harbron. Yeah. Yep. He, one uh, of the few to actually contact us and give us some insight into the cover, which is weird. I mean, not to be, to be fair, we haven't reached out to a lot of people, but he was, he gave us some of the goods, and it was, it was fantastic. That's a great. If you guys are wondering, metal for breakfast. Uh, was a compilation for ca- a Canadian compilation for metal, heavy metal at the time, early '80s, and it's just like dude in his metal hair, and it's a big bowl of of bearings, like yeah, metal bearings, metal things, yeah, with milk on it, and he's just like gonna dig into it. So yeah. metal for breakfast.
1: Yeah, yeah, that was a really cool one because in the beginning we used to go every time we were looking for photographers or looking at photographers, we would go to um, Instagram to see if they were on there. Patrick just happened to be. I still do. So I sent him a note and just told him how much we liked hey, the we cover, loved it. Yeah, yeah. and he wrote me wrote me back and told me the history, who the guy was, <laughs> um, and just gave me a whole bunch of information about it. So it was very very cool.
0: Yeah, and there was actually there is a second compilation to that also uh, from Alfred. Breakfast and this is it takes on a similar kind of uh, yeah. But I can't remember exactly how. Yeah, I
1: can't remember it either. But we we did yeah. look it up.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So cool. That's a that's a good one. I'm gonna go uh, since you have that. I, I picked one because, like we talked about, I got Pink Floyd Animals. Like we could go with a bunch of these kinds of covers. Uh, yeah. I think of Led Zeppelin's Houses of the Holy, with the kids going up the. the... Oh,
1: any Led Zeppelin. Yeah, that's, uh, that's what uh, I, I mean. any Led like, Zeppelin album is. It's
0: almost like impossible, but has a cool cover. But Animals, for some reason, in my mind, is one of the greatest of.
1: There's the one where it's a wheel and it turns, and there's the holes in the. Oh shit! The, yeah, the cover. That's
0: Zeppelin two or three. And
1: you. Turn the wheel and it gets to, to and it it's right into the whole okay, okay, yeah,
0: It's white and black, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's lots of stuff like that. But animals for me has always stood out as and like you know, having it duplicated when they did uh, Children of Men was, uh, was so fucking crazy. I, I love that so much. So, what else you got?
1: Uh, one that I've got uh, was an album that you didn't particularly like, but it was a staple in my my youth. Was Steve Winwood's Ark of a Diver,
0: yeah. And it's funny because I almost added that from a from a album cover standpoint and artwork, yeah, it's really nice. Yeah, Yeah, I agree with that. And it actually almost did write it down, because I looked at it and was like, oh, but I don't like Steve Winwood.
1: Yeah, I know. (laughs) But,
0: but, and I say that, but I mean, I I do, I guess, in an ironic sense, because, like, there's lots of Steve Winwood kind of shit when we listen to, uh, or play Grand Theft Auto, like, that music is there. But, no, that's a great cover, actually, Yeah, yeah, good call. And that's what I mean, it's the almost... You almost gotta just like forget about what what the artist is and just for a minute, like ignore the names and just go through and look at them because yeah, that's that's a good.
1: Call. Yeah, and that's kind of what I did. I just looked at the thumbprint just, just up the thumb, and yeah. down on Discogs, yeah, I... and uh, you know it's it's a teal cover with a black. I can't. It's not a stick person, but it's a. No, but it's, it's like, like, like a, basic... a crash test dummy. Almost yeah, it's just like a solid black. Diving into. Yeah. But yeah, it's a pretty good one.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go. Um... For another one and it's actually my uh, my home screen on my phone is Kimono My House by Sparks.
1: Yeah, I've got it. On I my list love
0: too. that cover. It's yeah, it's just like perfect. You know, if you guys know Sparks covers, there's no no title on the front, there's no like nothing on the front to identify anything, it's just a picture. And all of their album covers are fantastic, man. Yeah. Oh my god, I love them so much. Even the the one following this, the one after that. I like the one where they're just like they're tied up sitting in the boat being yeah. hauled off. <laughs> Or the one where he's just like the, in the wife beater just sitting there. And like the like, there's so many, there's so many just like basic good ones. And this was the two Japanese ladies. Yeah, the,
1: and the brother that um, I think his name is Russell. Yeah. That does all the creative stuff is the one who comes up with these album yeah, albums. Yeah, he does. Yeah.
0: yeah, and it's they're all fantastic. Yeah. I just noticing actually when I was scrolling through, there's actually one with the, the guy, the brother who does the singing and like a chimp at the at, at the piano. Yeah. It's just there's so yeah. many. Uh, yeah, those, those are good. But anyways, I still have this one as the on home screen of my phone because its color combinations are great. It just looks it's a great photo. Um, got anything else to add? There is that all of them?
1: Oh no! Oh no! Oh I, no! I still have a few more. Okay, throw them out. Um, rhinoceros.
0: Oh, that was a good cover. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah it yeah. was.
1: It's just a really, really colorful embroidered rhinoceros. R-
0: rhinoceros. Yeah, it's just like pieced together like different little.
1: It's just, you can see its thread. and
0: Yeah, exactly, yeah. And
1: uh, it's got a lot of texture to right, it. So that call. was another one. Good call on that one. Um, another album that we absolutely hated, both of us, The Parachute Club at the foot of, at the Feet of the Moon.
0: Moon, but that, that's a really cool cover, though.
1: Yeah, it's a boy underwater. Uh, his hair is all astray. Yeah. Uh, there's goldfish swimming around it. Cool
0: color combinations. Cool yeah, color you're combinations. You're right, yeah, that's a good cover, yeah. yeah.
1: So that was another one that you, neither one of us... Um, the jean michael Jarre for oxygen. Oxygen,
0: I picked it too. A uh, uh,
1: planet with a skull over yeah, top. Yeah,
0: the, the 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 Earth is peeling away and there's a human skull underneath. Yeah, fucking yeah. great. I love it. That's a good call. <laughs>
1: um, Cat Stevens, Tea for the Tillerman. Mm. yeah, that's classic. It's just a little watercolor, basic, little of, simple. A little table and a tea and.
0: That's it. An that iconic.
1: Yeah. And last but not least, both Legend and the Stratosphere, oh, stratosphere. from Tangerine Dream, Stratosphere which, for um, sure. Yeah. Are they um, done by the Led Zeppelin people? No, oh. no,
0: Hypnosis. No, Hypnosis, no, I don't think yeah. so. I, I don't think Legend is just pieced together. I think from like the whoever the production company for the movie was, but uh,
1: yeah, and it's
0: it's the it's it's just him Curry as, yeah, yeah. as yeah as the devil with his
1: big cake. Yeah.
0: yeah yeah okay and uh no like you said though that's the, those good calls there
1: so that's it for my covers
0: stratosphere was one, one one on the other list
1: there was probably more in there that i really really liked but yeah but just were to grab really some off
0: that's it. It.
1: For me.
0: so let's uh shift gears a little bit here and let's do some of our like analytics with the data mm-hmm. so like so, like, what's some of the, uh, give us some of the high-end, like, if, if everything, how about this, if everything was in the best condition possible, this entire collection, what would we be looking at?
1: Oh, for how much For it's the weird? whole
0: thing, if it was all in the best collection, which is not, you guys, come on, like, this is not even close to what the real value no, is. No, no, we're if probably
1: it, close, we're probably closer to minimum, rather. Yes. Minimum towards medium, medium than we yeah. are to.
0: But the max, right the now, max, if everything was best perfect. condition? Yeah
1: uh $7169.84
0: <laughs> And people think that records
1: aren't a good investment. Oh
0: my god. Wow. Even you, if you just went around and got them like just mass collected them from fucking garage sales and stuff You'd be, able to just, you'd be able to get some money out of that stuff. Yeah, really and quick. just
1: only take the good ones, yeah. the ones that are in good condition.
0: Or don't you just take them, but just get rid of the ones that aren't. <laughs> and then just, like you said, just go through and collect those, and then, yeah, you could definitely yeah. do some damage. Yeah.
1: So our record collection would be um, around $3,500 if it were all in mid-condition.
0: Mid-condition, yeah.
1: And in minimum condition, 1700 yeah. So there's a big difference.
0: <laughs> yeah, huge gap.
1: Between, uh, you know... In its worst condition and its best condition, as far as what the albums are worth. Yep, for sure. And like I said, we're more towards
0: between mid minimum and mid mid, mid, mid,
1: yeah probably the lower end of those
0: two yeah i actually agree with that yeah this like people and calm down that collection ain't worth that that much our collection is not worth that much no it's, a lot of those albums are banged the fuck up
1: well and as we've mentioned numerous times these albums sat for decades in a crawl space, in a crawl space. and are not in great condition. so um, oh it's interesting though
0: man 70 7100 it's yeah. not nothing yeah um and so okay how about this like so from, from five five to one, from lowest to high, give us the, the top rated, or not the top rated, what do we say, the highest resale value? So uh, which gives us the highest album? Highest
1: resale and best condition?
0: Starting at the bottom of that list and going up, so number one yeah. is left. So
1: uh, that out of the albums that we have in our collection, yeah. if everything was in the best condition, uh, The Beatles' Abbey Road would be the highest album. It's a... It's worth hundred and twenty six dollars.
0: Yeah, I wanted you to start from number five like from the bottom of that list and work up so Abbey Road would have been the last one that came the the last last one you finished with. Okay.
1: <laughs> Just... So Led Zeppelin, Led Zeppelin.
0: Zeppelin Zeppelin? That's
1: ten. That's number ten.
0: Okay. How much? Uh
1: eighty dollars and sixty four cents.
0: Holy shit. Eighty bucks.
1: The Scorpions in Trance. Yeah. Which again is another album that we'd probably not get rid of. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Eighty-six dollars and ninety-four cents.
0: Wow! God damn, that was not in bad condition either.
1: Gentle Giant, Three Friends, which is also not in bad condition. Wow. Yeah. Eighty-eight dollars and ninety-four cents. Wow. Uh, Bull Angus. Wow. Their self-titled album. Yeah, Bull Angus, which is their yeah. Ninety dollars.
0: Wow! You know th- those ones you can tell are rarities.
1: Um, Van Halen, Fair Warning, which surprises the hell out of me.
0: Yeah, it's not like a. It's not even one of their old like.
1: $94.50.
0: Holy shit.
1: I would love to know how for, they arrived. For arrive. fair warning? Yeah, for fair warning. Oh. And it's the same as Tangerine Dream Legend. $94.50. Legend.
0: Wow. <laughs> must be original copies.
1: Uh, the Beatles, Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Heart Club Band, $94.50. In better condition. So now when I, I know. I think of those three.
0: Well, the, the the Beatles one that you just mentioned, that one I know is in terrible condition. Yeah. But it's because it's an original pressing, that's why.
1: And Tangerine Dream is probably in good condition.
0: That one is probably in almost mint.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, David Bowie, The Rise and Fall of Ziggy Stardust and right. the Spiders from Mars. My favorite album of all time. In its best condition, it's worth $107.10. <laughs> <cents.
0: laughs> oh my God.
1: And David Bowie again, hunky-dory. Hunky Dory. Hunky
0: Dory is worth even more. One
1: hundred thirteen dollars and forty cents. Wow.
0: wow! 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 And then.
1: And then, as I've already spoiled, spoiler alert. <laughs> spoiler alert! Uh, the Beatles Abbey Road, one hundred twenty-six dollars.
0: Wow, man, that that really that blows my mind.
1: So, do you want me to go the opposite, like the highest, the highest amount, for the the lowest rec- resale albums? Best Condition. Whatever you want,
0: yeah, whatever you want to do now. Now it's, now it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> now it's all right. Okay,
1: okay. so um, the top 10 of the lowest resale albums mm-hmm. in their best condition. Robin Trower, Bridge of Size, $5.04. Yeah.
0: Wow, that sucks because that's a great album. Uh,
1: Six Cylinder, their self-titled album, Six Cylinder, $5.03. Oh, uh,
0: okay.
1: Uh, Brian Plummer, I'm As Guilty As You, $4.98.
0: Yeah, I think we got like a million copies of that too.
1: Barbra Streisand, Wet, which we, like, a lot of these albums we... We uh, already hate. We totally hate it. Bridge of Size is not one of them. No. Um, wet. $4.96 oh. for Wet.
0: Yeah, I remember that was terrible.
1: Bobby Vinton, Roses Are Red, $4.81.
0: It, it, Bobby Vinton.
1: Now this one, Roses I hope blue. that now that they've made this resurgence, ah. that this will change. But the Sparks Kimono, My House, is on here. Yeah, the travesty. $4.03 that, in its I, I best hope, condition. I hope that
0: changes, and also not only because they deserve it, but because our is really good.
1: Yes, it is. <laughs> uh, the next one, Climax Blues Band, and their um, album Shine On, $3.82.
0: Yeah, that's still too much.
1: Bobby Vinton, Blue Velvet. There it is, Blue Velvet. That's $3.15. <laughs> um, and number nine is Nicolette Larson, Radioland. $2.75 and the lowest resale value album that we have if it were in its best condition which I'm sure it is is the Abita soundtrack
0: <laughs> it is perfect condition <laughs> the, uh, the
1: uh, original London cast Oh, oh no. eighty-nine.
0: oh that's still too much oh that's the worst that was that's just like awful awful episode
1: <laughs> yeah and that's just our luck that the ones that are in the best condition are the ones that
0: <laughs> uh, worth bring, nothing
1: bring us the lowest resale value
0: <laughs> and all the ones that are the highest are all smashed because they've been played a million times they can see through them huh. well that's 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 quite the data dump
1: yeah 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 it is
0: and it's going to be interesting to see what uh you know where we're at at the whole at the end of the actual this part of the because we have a cubby one whole cubby there it's like miscellaneous pieces that aren't from this original collection which i'm sure we'll get to in some capacity
1: yeah but and... we're
0: getting close like really is only two and a half cubbies left after got about three episodes and there's two and a half cubbies left yeah
1: yeah and some of the albums that we have reviewed previously in this um in this podcast are from a record collection that we were given by our landlord yeah our landlord. so the okay. bobby vinton ones that lambo um, yeah
0: that's like uh the avita soundtrack
1: the avita soundtrack was yeah. in there uh not King Cole. Oh, those, and I, those oh, all those, came yeah. and we were like stuck in that King Cole hell for a long time. <laughs> the
0: beginning part. Yeah. At there was the beginning. A, there was a um, lot.
1: So we've, since weeded those albums out of the collection and it now is just the, the original inherited that, yeah, collection. Yeah. That Doug's mom and dad gave us.
0: No, sorry. Excuse me. There's some, um, there's definitely some more interesting shit to come. I hope good so. And good and bad.
1: I hope so. And like I say, we've talked about this before. This doing this podcast has taught me a lot about bands that I never paid attention to when I was young. Yeah, it ma- it's made me realize realize how much music I missed out on.
0: Yeah, you when I did. was
1: young, because I was especially a, where you grew up. I was a teenager when a lot of these bands were out touring. To, not
0: just touring; you could have seen them in like fucking probably small clubs and stuff. And I
1: mean, and some of my claim to fames as far as. Um, obscure people that I've seen is I've seen Frank Zappa. That's cool. Um, I've seen Peter Frampton. Um, there's just you know so many that I can't even I can't even remember now until they actually well, come up.
0: Well, I mean, if it counts worth of anything, we've seen most of Pink Floyd and yeah, true. And I was just thinking of something else too. I've seen I've seen all of original Black Sabbath. But yeah, I know I know what you mean. Like you are definitely in the spot geographically and time-wise to just pound a lot of this out, and you didn't because you're too.
1: I had no idea. I was listening to the carpenters. Fucking disco. And yeah, I was listening to the carpenters and.
0: But there's nothing wrong with that. It's just like, but there's all this other stuff. So
1: um, I am grateful for this record collection because it has exposed me to a lot of, a lot of music that I never otherwise would have known. No,
0: for sure. Yes, I agree. Yeah. And um, on the flip side for me, and it's just filled the. made my music choices now make more sense. Like my love of, love of compilations, especially when I was a kid, makes sense because there's so many compilations in here. Yeah. And it makes sense from a standpoint that you get more music. If you grew up in the 90s, that was a thing music soundtracks were just, like, great to buy because they had all the best...
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: ...the best hits on there. Uh, Yeah, for me, too, uh, discovering. So, like I said, to me, it's about filling in those blanks and knowing, like, oh, shit, okay, this is clearly why I love this genre of music or this band so much because there's all, the, all the roots for it, so... And music genres I just don't fucking give a crap about. And most of that's white guy blues. Or, yeah,
1: and it really kind of helps you... <laughs> Understand your dislikes. Yes, totally. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. um, and, you know, you can really hone in on what they are. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know. Definitely know what we don't like.
1: And we definitely know that we love Prague.
0: Oh, yeah. Prague prog rock and Prague metal are staples. Yeah. yeah definitely. And, and ironically, so is electronic.
1: And also, it's been something like music has always been a really common interest for us. And it's... Oh, yeah, because we've
0: always we have friends who are musicians. We're always out going out to the, the pubs and stuff with music. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's always been a huge part.
1: And uh, it's, it's been something that we can do together. Yeah. A common interest, a hobby. Um, and it's really turned into something that we've really enjoyed doing. It's not a slog. Yeah. It's
0: well, I think the real big change for that part came when we stopped, we started doing it as a podcast yeah, and, and stopped, instead f- of stop fucking around with YouTube, With
1: YouTube, yeah. because
0: it was just taking too long and it was not fun because like editing and, Having to render, re-render, re-render. It's just like, why? And now, yeah. in a whole week, and honestly, less if we wanted to. In a week, we could listen to the albums two or three times, get a feel for them, do our research, pump it out. And like I said, honestly, we could probably do them quicker if we wanted to. But I like that we have time to listen to them more, more. than once.
1: Yep. And you choose become such a trash hole.
0: It is, yeah. It's garbage. Yeah.
1: It's um, Yeah, there's so many things wrong with it. So I'm glad we're off that medium. And
0: not only that, time. from a standpoint of uh, listenership, we have way more people listening now than than we ever did on the entire time that of YouTube. Yeah. We get people listening to it one episode now. Yeah. So, I mean, you were. That's the other thing you should have brought up too. Our most listened to episode is a fucking Barbara Streisand episode.
1: Oh yeah. I By I like of literally that.
0: like hundred to one. Yeah. It it makes, it's,
1: it's a stars. Was
0: it a stars born? A star is born and.
1: I can find it probably pretty quick here.
0: Oh, there was a couple other things. There was like an album, a bunch of albums we hated. It. And it's our most listened to po- podcast. I think I think the two, top two uh, podcasts most listened to are both.
1: Uh, Star is Born. Uh, it's number episode number 82. 82, wow. It's had 101 listens. <laughs> and that's even more than the last one Yeah, I was going to say, that's, that's bigger, yeah. So um, the audience details is like 63% of the people who listen to us are from the United States. 17 huh. percent uh, are from Canada. Six huh. percent are from Brazil. That's great. Three percent United King- Kingdom and one percent in uh, Germany. And then less than one percent is Australia, China, Ireland, Netherlands. Actually everywhere else. Uh. Huh. Uh, yeah. Um, the most uh, the most listened to it's just an other. it's the listening platforms. We always default to Spotify because Sp- yes, we both have it on our Because we use it all, yeah. But other is 66%. Yeah,
0: and that's probably Anchor, right? Uh, I guess it wouldn't say, but...
1: Yeah, it doesn't say. Uh, Spotify, 17% of the people who listen are on Spotify. Huh. 5% are on Overcast. Huh. 5% are on Apple. Yeah,
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. 4% are on Anchor, so yes, it does say. Our demographics for age... Uh, 62% are 60 or 60 plus.
0: Well, which makes sense considering the the genre of music or like the age of the majority of our music is from like the 60s to the 80s. So yeah, so it a makes lot of
1: those people would know. Uh, perfect sense. 45 to 59, 18%. Huh. 35 to 44, 4%. <laughs> 28 to 34, 7%. Which huh. kind of surprises me. Yeah. Um, 23 to 27, 3% of our listeners...
0: Uh, does it say how many people stop listening because I swear all the time? 18
1: to 22, 1%. percent. <laughs> uh, Fifty-three or 63% of our listeners are female. That's that's kind of pretty interesting. In. Yeah,
0: I think that's, that's pretty interesting for
1: sure. 35% are male. Hmm. So, I mean, that's just some of our demographics, our analytics from the podcast that totally... Uh, the second listen to uh, is episode 64... The, with the Mafia Stole My Guitar. Oh yeah. It doesn't yeah, let me yeah, click yeah. on it to see what else is in the article. But it, it was it was it's that forty nine listens. So. It's
0: it's it was a Mafia Stole My Guitar. It was that was the reason people were listening to it. Yeah. Because of that that guy. So which we didn't care for. It was uh, Okay.
1: So yeah, it's it's been it's been fun and it's interesting looking at the stats and mm-hmm. finding out what's going on and seeing how many listeners we get every week. And
0: and, and yeah, and not only that. And before we wrap it up, here is that, you know, talking to my parents. This is really just like a shadow of its former self. This collection. This collection was probably twice as big before. You know, it's just been gutted and sold over the years and stuff. So imagine like what it was at one point. Would oh, have
1: been, all the good stuff. All the good taken. stuff. <laughs> well,
0: a lot of it. Well, I was gonna say, yeah. you know all the a sides are gone. Yeah,
1: we still have a lot of the like the leads. But, the but
0: see, here. I like I like this mix more where we're finding out. Uh, we're finding out all the nooks and crannies and stuff oh, yeah. people people would have ignored. I'm glad that, you know, it's not just all of like the entire Led Zeppelin catalogue and just I'm mean, as much right. as I love oh most Pink Floyd is there. Okay, fair enough. But I'm glad that it's we're finding a lot of the small guys. Small fries and obscure shit in there.
1: Obscure, yeah. Like that's that's for me and um other bands like I said before that I had were popular back in the day that I just never never had a clue about into, yeah. yeah
0: everything this time so
1: yeah like i said grateful for this collection it's been fun and um
0: yeah keep an eye out because there's gonna be lots more whether you like it or not
1: and just from the bottom of our hearts thank you so much for listening thank you
0: for listening even though nobody makes any comments out there thanks for listening (laughs) we know that you listen because we can see you listening (laughs) anyways goodbye bye later
1: oh thank you